0: Welcome back to another episode of Red Leg Radio. I'm your host as always, Will T. Now, before we kick off this episode today, I just want to take a quick second to thank everybody that's came out and listened to what we have going over here, spreading the love, you know, whether it be across social media or private messaging, whatever the case may be, I want to thank all of y'all for doing what y'all do and, you know, reaching back. And if it's anybody that has any type of information that they want to spread any type of stories that they want to get out uh whether it be on the civilian side or military side you know let's expand this thing let's make this thing a lot bigger than what it is and for me like i always tell y'all hey just hearing the feedback is all that's all i needed this is my therapy this is this is my way of getting it out this is a way for you guys to also get your get it off and whatever it is that you have to do you know what i'm saying spread this knowledge whether it be you know business that you got going on or some type of leadership qualities or you want to talk about mental health those are our main things that we're doing here we want to make sure that we reach the masses and everybody gets the knowledge that we are holding on to you know we need to keep spreading that and it needs to resonate down to the lowest level so that's what we're here for but you know without further ado we're gonna kick off this next episode I mean? Yes, sir. Oh, there you go. Just a little better, a little better right there.
1: What's going on, man? Nothing oh, much, man. It's getting working. Always
0: working. Getting a little work done. You know it. Yeah, man. And I already know you, man. Hardest working man in America right there, y'all. <laughs> hey man. Uh so what's new with you, man? What's, what's really going on? What's, what's up?
1: not not much man the same old you know the five kids the wife and and the business shoot, man church
0: and you know that's that's a lot right there yeah hey family family first right right and you got you got the biggest one of all of us man (laughs) buy one kid buy one kid you know what I'm saying that's all good um well if you don't know Welcome back to Red Leg Radio. I'm your host Will T as always. And today I got my brother from another um me and him go back over 25 years. All right. So that's a long time to know somebody, you know what I'm saying? And for that friendship, that relationship, that brother, that brotherhood to, you know, withstand the test of time is is a, a testament in itself. It really is, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't you don't always have those friends that last this long and then y'all become brothers over time and you go through life and everything like that together um it's it's amazing you know um like last week you know we had my brother darnell on here now of course i had to bring my, my other brother here with us today man and this dude is uh he has done a whole lot you know he's been to me like the jack of all trades i've seen him you know grow up and do so many different things and i think he's finally found his niche you know what i'm saying and it's one that we definitely gonna get into today and we're gonna talk a lot about it but um without further ado uh, i got my brother eric hampton on the line with us today uh man thank you for having me man i I love what you're
1: doing here and uh, you know i appreciate it you know like you said i appreciate the brotherhood we had had growing up man Mm. Looking forward to getting this
0: done today. Absolutely, man. You know, and it's just, you know what I'm saying? We got we just having a conversation, man. We just talking, you know, and everything's gonna roll the way it rolls. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna talk about um uh, I always want to make sure that I hit my main points. I want to always make sure that, you know, you get your story out. I want to make sure that we talk about uh, your business and everything that you got going on, uh any type of leadership things that you qualities that you have that you want to share and always and most importantly as always we want to make sure that we talk about mental health as well too. You know what I'm saying? Because that's very, very important whether you are, you know, a civilian or in the military. And this is different. This is probably the first time that we have somebody that's actually not in the military. So I wanna make sure that people don't think that, oh, we just focusing in on just military. No, because like I always say, at the end of the day, we're not always gonna be wearing our boots forever you know we're going to get we're going to transition back to the other side in the civilian side and there are a million success stories going on out there so um we definitely want to touch on a couple things today all right but my first question to you e and that's what i'm gonna call him that's e all right for anybody who don't know if you don't call him e i don't know what you call him but um <laughs> some people call me e-hap you know for sure e-hap for sure yeah. you know what i'm saying um uh, the question I want to ask you is, who is Eric Hampton? And this is kind of like I know that's it's kind of a lot, but kind of like you know, what's your story? Like who who is Eric Hampton?
1: oh man, so, uh, loaded question. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of different parts to that, and I yeah, was just sure. thinking, I was just thinking about that before we got on, mm-hmm. and I, I say now, who Eric Hampton is is a father. Right. And a husband, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of my biggest things right now. For you sure, know, is being a father and a husband, uh, just creating life and you know trying to mold it and trying to figure our way, you know, through this thing, trying to raise these children. Absolutely. Um, you know, before, you know, 27 years ago.
0: <laughs> Man, that's a that's a whole different. Aspect, that, you know that's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different. That's a whole different. Everybody for real. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't got to go too far into that. But, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. I mean, it's our life. It's it's, who, it's what made us who we are today. You know what I'm saying? Going Absolutely. through the trials and tribulations that we went through when we were younger, coming up and just trying to figure out life and what's going to be our next step. And I think that for us, when I say us, and if anybody who's listening to this, when I say us, I mean myself, Eric, Leon, Claude Ormano, and Darnell, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, that's the group of guys that I grew up around. And, you know, to see everybody in the places that they are today, it's is amazing. You know, I said it when we were talking with Darnell, it was like from when I look back at how we were, you know what I'm saying, just trying to figure out life, doing crazy stuff or whatever it is we was doing, and to now where we are all fathers. We're all, you know, husbands. We're all very successful. We're all doing very big things. And that's amazing to see because you don't get that a lot, especially in our community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I was just amazed. You know, I heard you
1: guys talk about it last week mm-hmm. about, you know, Claude's wedding and how we was all able to get back together and just a blessing that was. And I was just saying, just even us being alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So so many people is not here. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I was like, it's, it's just amazing that all of us was able to be in that wedding. And you know, you guys touched on it last week, and it's just a blessing, man. And we
0: sometimes we don't look at those little things enough. Oh, absolutely. And before we get away from the from uh from his wedding, of course we're gonna absolutely talk to him soon too, but I I wanna actually thank you for everything that you did at that wedding. And I say that because, you know, although that is my cousin, like my blood blood, you were his best man at his wedding. And there was a lot of people asking me that question, like how come you weren't his best man? Like y'all cousins, how did he end up being his best man? And i never once had an issue with it because i understood my position and by that i mean i wasn't going to be present enough to make sure that everything went the way that it did and i understood that it makes a hundred percent more sense for someone who is going to be there for every step of the way doing the things that i wouldn't have been able to do from a distance you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so and that's what i was explaining to people I was like you got to understand like I'm, I'm always gone like i'm if i'm not in the city I'm like in another state or in another country so it makes sense for someone who is also a brother to step in and take that spot now obviously if I was in the city every day it would have probably went differently but because of what I do I understood my assignment and I appreciate you for stepping up and doing what needed to be done to make such an epic time happen because he would, a lot of things probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you as well you know what I'm saying? So thank you for everything that you did for that. Like that, that was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you had right. to do, make make sure things get done too. I mean, I just say thank us.
1: And yeah. honest honestly, if he had to choose any one of us, yeah. it would have been get, the same. it would have been the same. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? It Absolutely. was just you know, it's just the way the dice fell that day. But if mm-hmm. it was you, Darnell or uh uh, Leon, it it would have been the same thing because at the end of the day, we understood the assignment.
0: Absolutely. You get know. them, get them to the, get them to the altar. You know what I'm saying? That was our only assignment. Yeah. That's it, man. And you, you know, make the sure altar. they have a, make sure they have a beautiful day. Absolutely, you know. You know and I, and that day will go down in history, man. Because like you was just saying before, you know, a lot of people that was there are not here anymore, and that's so crazy to even think that because it yep. was literally a year ago you know what i'm saying and, yes. and okay. this has been <laughs> and i always i'm going to keep on saying it but this has been a crazy year you know what i'm saying for us and i'm going to say us because i mean our family we're all to me we are family you know what i'm saying regardless of whatever bloodline or whatever you know what i'm saying it has been a true test of you know the the power you know and the strength that we have because we have been tested time and time again this year and, and it's crazy mm-hmm. that we've had to go through so much but I'm thankful for the time that we had you know what I'm saying and I can't I can't stress that enough that I am thankful for every moment that we had with everybody that's not with us today from just a year ago and 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 speaking of that right mm-hmm.
1: when we went uh, last year to the bachelor party mm-hmm. you know. A lot of people don't realize. Almost a year to the day, we took a picture on the beach in Miami. Mm-hmm. We ba- we buried Kylie almost a year to the day. Yeah, yep. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: oh you know it's it's just it's, it's tough man it, it's hard and it's that's what I'm just saying i just have to make sure that i stay you know what i'm saying keep my faith and i always thankful for every moment that we had you know what i'm saying because you, you don't know and i don't want to make this like super sad or anything like that but like i have to you know what i'm saying make sure that you know everybody feels you know what i'm saying goes through whatever they got to go through so absolutely you know <laughs> and it is what it is so um, and, and you know what? I, I
1: don't want to make it super sad either. But I mm-hmm. also want to point this out is to be thankful for what we do have. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because we don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, I, again, even having this podcast is, hey, I'm thankful and appreciative that I get to talk to my brother one more time. You oh, know yeah, what I'm absolutely. I, I get to
0: you know, we, we get to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's cause it, it I this is something that I like, and I don't know if you heard it, but like this is something that I've been trying to put together for a long time. And then, you know, things kept happening. You know what I'm saying? Life keeps happening. So, you know, I think that, and I talked to uh one of my other homeboys about this on another show. He was like, hey man, it just wasn't the time for it to come out yet. You know, mm-hmm. and I and now I understand that. Like maybe it wasn't the time. Maybe I needed to go through some things, or you know, good and bad, to get to where I'm at right now. And, and I definitely want to make sure that I keep this going because, you know, this is stuff. It's recorded now. It's 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 live. People can listen to it whenever they listen to it. My kids, when they get a little bit older, they can start listening to it and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it's just something that's recorded and something that we'll always have and we can you know cherish and. You know, hopefully it helps somebody. If it doesn't, at least you heard it, you know, and then we just keep this thing moving, man. Honestly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, so you, you're one of those guys that has, you know, walked a few different fields. Like me just watching you come up through the years, you know what I'm saying? I know you had a lot of different jobs and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, first, first thing I want to know, like first, tell me what's your, what was your first job that you ever had? What was the first job you ever had? Uh,
1: you know, it was one of those summer jobs, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a summer job. I remember working at Superior. I don't know if you remember Mr. Callahan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mr. Callahan. And uh, I forgot what the the other uh, janitor name was. Uh, he had the curly hair. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we was cleaning up the school. It was summer job. and uh, I was never forget washing those baseboards man that, like he had us down there scrubbing those baseboards and they were super clean but i'm just like
0: man this is hard work for $200 every two weeks <laughs> man that's whew, but you got to think about it them days $200 went a long way even though it was waiting yeah. two weeks $200 was that was some money oh no i appreciated it but we <laughs> we earned them dollars <laughs> oh yeah you don't earn it you know what i'm saying Regardless of the fact that it might have been a slight slave flavor, but that's cool. We ain't even gonna get on that. I don't but know it why he. <laughs> it, <still laughs> was, was it,
1: it was still fun though, but oh, know, of we,
0: course, yeah, we
1: learned a valuable lesson. And you mm-hmm. know what? They did it. They did a good job at cleaning that school. You know oh, yeah. it was yep. a superior was a clean school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. Even though it was an ECU whatever you want to say, it was still clean. They took pride in what they did. So even though it, we worked hard and he I learned something from Washington
0: Baseball Absolutely. And that's another let me let me just touch on that East Cleveland thing real quick. Like the way it was then is absolutely not the way it is now for anybody who ever goes through there like if you grew up in east cleveland in the early i mean i'm 84 babe i'm born in 84 so like if you grew up in ec in the 90s and the early early 2000s like you can see the it's like night and day now you know what I'm saying and it was good like I had no issues living in my city I would never take that away but like I actually love I still to this day I love that place you know what I'm saying because it's home but it was super clean there was businesses going like business was booming it seemed like to me because any store that I needed to go to I never had to really leave the city You know what I'm saying? If I needed some CDs or tapes or whatever, the music, you know what I'm saying? We had Debs at the corner of my street. I could get all my music. If I needed video games, she had that too. Had the corner store. Had the penny candy store. We had clothing stores. Shoot, we had everything. We did. It was was definitely like the city was definitely booming, you know what I'm saying, in those days. And there might have been a couple of like bandos and beat up streets and stuff like that. But it really wasn't that bad. Like it it was actually really good living in East Cleveland, honestly. I loved it <laughs> You oh, yeah. know what I mean <laughs> For sure man it is nothing, There was no place like it on this earth that, In my opinion There was no yeah. place like it You know what I'm saying And and it was it was really good Now I understand that times change People move on Businesses close You know And now they got that whole thing That they're about to do now With the city You know what, yeah. what I'm saying And that's just me looking from afar now So
1: um, Yeah They uh Supposed to be like circle east or something like yeah, that. East Circle and, uh, District. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had I had a conversation with my aunt about that and <laughs> that's a that's a whole other thing that she, she kind of went in on about how they're doing the real estate thing over there. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean I mean it really is what it is. Speaking of yes, real estate, sir. since I kind of just segued myself into it just off something else, um, what is it that you do now? So we've already talked about, you know, where you came from, scrubbing those floors. I also remember mm-hmm. you working with me, you know what I'm saying, at Walmart for a minute when I was doing my yeah. retail thing. Mm-hmm. I remember you getting into you was a photographer for a while. Like you, yeah. you you've done you've done quite a few things in your time. But now I in my opinion, I think that you have found something that you really, really truly love. Not to say you didn't love photography and everything like that, but I think that this is the one that has really, you know, shot you forward, you know what I'm saying, in your career and everything that you want to do. So,
1: go ahead and explain
0: what it is that you do now. So, um, I'm a
1: real estate uh, agent and a real estate investor. Also have, you know, rental properties and different things like that. Um, And I always wanted to do real estate. Even since the beginning of time when you know me, I wanted to do real estate. I just... I didn't have the education about it to get into it and you know I used to always look at where you grew up you and Darnell stayed in the building you know I stayed in the building um, and I'm just thinking about all of these units and somebody owned this building and somebody's getting paid for it Right? you know what I'm saying so I'm just like hmm you know I that need to be me one day. I need somebody to live in my building and pay me. Right. And, and we we stayed in those buildings for years. And that was just that was just one unit. You yep. see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so I'm thinking like, hmm. Yeah, that need to be me one day. So, you know, all those other jobs I did in the back of my mind, it was to get me to real estate, to get capital. Right. To wow. you know, to to invest. <laughs> but as I when I grew older
0: it was more like it ain't the capital it's the education yeah I you guess you. Know, yeah for sure Um, so so speaking of that like how, so how did you how did you even get into real estate because I know it's not something that you could just do overnight and just pick it up one day like oh, I'm just going to start buying property so like how did you even get into this real estate business so
1: um, I was around it all my life I don't know if you remember, but my dad had properties.
0: And,
1: and then my grandfather also had properties. So, like, for real, for real, my grandfather figured it out a long time ago, you know, with the properties he had. And I'm talking about, you know, Elijah Robinson. That's my, my stepdad. Right. Gotcha. Dad, but it's my real, you know, it's uh-huh. my, my dad. You know, that's a whole other conversation. If we want to get into that later, we can. But, Making a little you know, little. He, he, he figured the real estate game out so he had properties and he had his sons, my uncles and they had like a little group and they just bought properties and his thing was if anybody ever needed a place to stay they ain't got to look nowhere else they can come home, right. you see what I'm saying so yeah, that was sense. his whole mentality you know what I'm saying like you know we got a large family so he just wanted to protect the family and create generational wealth and mm. we still have we still have some of those properties today you know what i'm saying and you know it went through the cycles. some of the you know uncles they didn't take care of them you know let them go this way and that way but it's like now it's coming back trying to come back full circle so, so me and my dad we just you know renovated you know one of the properties we had so many years ago and it's at a great time because it's right on you know the Case Western Reserve campus here
0: in Cleveland, you know. Oh, we yeah, buddy. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? So yeah, they just redid all of that too. So it's nice down there, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So that that kind of shot you into into real estate. So I guess my next, well, I can't say. I guess so. My next well, thing it's, that I want well, it's
1: it's it's you know more to that. So you know, you know, me and Mano went to North Dakota and. You know, mm-hmm. all of those jobs. And and like I said, the whole reason for going to North Dakota was to get the capital, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so we could get the money to invest in real estate. So make a long story short, what happened was, you know, oil prices started going down and you know, got laid off. So my wife, you know, my wife was like, Hey, you know, you wanted to do the real estate, do it. Yeah. And from and from then on, it was like full court press. That was one of the best things she could have ever said to me because they did end up calling me back and, Okay. And you know like I know that money was <laughs> Yeah, money. Orlando, oh California. yeah, for sure. <laughs> you for know for sure. What I'm saying? Yeah. It was like it's not even about that, you know what I mean? It it was always about getting to the go and that North Dakota thing we can touch on that later that was a whole nother animal working oh, yeah. hundred, working 105 hours
0: a week yeah, I, still, I still don't know how y'all did that I still don't know how y'all did that man that was insane like I would even try to call y'all sometimes y'all y'all was out there just working I'm like man and I don't even have a lot of time to call but like dang y'all working way more than me you know what I'm saying Yeah. And, and, but but it was all about like you said it's for that capital you know what I'm saying getting that money up so that you can go and do what you want to do and so and
1: to boil down on it, the main
0: thing, it wasn't the capital. It was the education. Education, yeah, 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 You're right. Yeah. The education. <clears throat> so with that, so let's so fast track a little bit. You, you know what I'm saying? Now you're doing you're getting to start this real estate thing. What's what's the education side? Was there like any uh certificates or degrees or classes that you had to take to get there? Uh absolutely. So I, I did go
1: and get uh my real estate license, but that was just another tool on the belt. Right, okay. Um, so the, the I was investing before I had my license. And you don't okay. need you don't need a license to be an investor. You know what I'm saying? You just buy properties, sell properties, you know. Okay. You could do all that without a license. So one of my uh, mentors and I and in any industry you go in, I encourage people to find a mentor. Find someone who's actually doing what you wanna do. Gotta right. help you learn gotta help your learning curve so so much, you know what I mean and one of my mentors you know um, he was like, hey why don't you get your license and I'm just like, right, you know I don't need a license, I'm investing he was like, so to break it down, what I do is we do wholesaling, we do uh, we have a license, we have uh, flips that we do so that's if you want to you know, buy a property at a low price fix it up and sell it at retail value. We do that, and then we also have rentals. So, you know, when you first start out wholesaling, you don't need a lot of money. You just gotta put the grind work in. You just pretty much wholesaling is Find someone who, you know, looking to sell their property. They may have a back taxes, or it might be a house that's just sitting. You find them and, you know, see if they wanna sell the property. You get them to sell the property to you. Then you know you might have investors on the other end who may want to buy it from you. Right. So let's just let's just say you bought a house. You find somebody who want to sell a house for twenty thousand. I know I have an investor who wants to buy it from me for thirty thousand. Right. Okay. And then at after that, you know he's going to fix it up and he's going to sell it for a hundred thousand. So you want to create win-win situations. That house was probably going to get taken in taxes. And they wasn't going to make any money versus selling it to me at this price. They're going to get paid and get their taxes paid off. I can make $10,000 in between and my investor can make money on their back end. So that's, you know, wholesaling in a nutshell. So what I meant by the education, if I didn't jump into the real estate and get around people who was doing it, I wouldn't have never knew about that.
0: Yeah. Hope y'all listening, man. This man is dropping some serious juice about how to, you know, start this real estate thing and kind of get into it. And we're going to keep digging a little bit more because I'm actually pretty interested myself. So it only makes sense for me to go to my brother who's been doing this for a long time so that I can get the right education like we've been talking about. You know what I'm saying? Even if I don't decide to get into you know, buying and investing. I can at least know what the process the process is, which brings me to my next question: um, What is the process of you know for you and how you run it in your company? By the way, what mm-hmm. is the name of your company? Let's get that out there. What 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 is, what's, what we got? <clears throat>
1: so it's two companies. So okay. uh,
0: my company is
1: uh, J Rod Investment Group. Mm-hmm. It's my my buying and flipping company. So. You know that's the you know pretty much the wholesale side of the business, and you know one of my rentals as well. And then when you're licensed in the state of Ohio, you have to be licensed under a broker. Okay. So my my brokerage I'm with is local.
0: Spell and that for the
1: me. L o k a l local okay. local real estate.
0: And what was yours again?
1: J Rod
0: J R O D. Investment group LLC. I just want to make sure I at least put that out there, you know what I'm saying, in case anybody is looking for any type of buying, selling, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, hit hit my boy up and we can see what, what he can do for you.
1: But yeah, my- we got programs for, you know, first time home buyers and uh, if you're a seasoned investor, we, we get properties every day. As we speak, I'm probably getting properties to my email. <laughs> <be Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to be, which, you know what I'm saying? And that's good, because my next question was about to ask you. I was about to ask you was, um what is the process of buying a home for somebody who is, you know, fresh to wanting to buy a home? And like, what, what would be the first <laughs> step? Let's, let's break that down. Um, so the, one of the first steps is reaching out
1: to somebody like myself and getting started with the process. So, okay. so many times people say, oh, I'm not ready to buy a house, right? Uh-huh. But <clears throat> you're talking yourself out of it. You don't You don't know until you check, right? You're already so, starting up in a the negative. There you go. So basically you reach out to someone like myself and you say, hey, I'm looking to buy a house. What do I need to do? <clears throat> so one of two things can happen there is if you're not ready you at least have a starting point and say hey you need to do this this and this okay and then if you are ready you know you may not even know that you're ready but it may it's different programs that's giving ten thousand dollars back for to help you buy a house because it's you know we want you to buy in this area and you're living in this area so you might get money back to help you and you're like man i didn't even know nothing about that but you wouldn't know if you didn't reach out you see what i'm saying So I had uh, a young lady who reached out to me and she said, uh, you know, I want to buy a house. So I put her with my, my lenders and everything like that. So that's one of the first steps to see if you're not buying cash, you know, you need a lender. So I sent her over to my lenders and she's one of my success stories. It's part of the reason I do what I do. Mm -hmm. And. I sent it to my lenders and they called me back like, hey, what are you doing, man? She got $300 in her account. How's she going to buy a house? (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, listen, you know, she wants to buy a house, so I am put her with the people who did. So she's like, okay, you know, and to make a long story short, he gave her a blueprint and said, hey, you need to do this, this, and that, and two years later, she was so persistent. I mean... You know i love clients like this she got a little annoying at times but at the end of the day we got her house two years later because uh-huh. she was so persistent and she had the game plan now she right. didn't if if she didn't have a starting point she didn't know what to shoot for absolutely you know I mean? but I, I love when i had to hurt her keys man i was so overjoyed because this is what i do
0: all right. and, and a lot of people need to understand like this process is not something that happens overnight. Unless you just got like four hundred thousand dollars in cash just sitting on you. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna happen. Even still it's not gonna happen that fast. So like some of the things I, I can imagine that um you say that they need to have this, that, and the third would be what would it be like having their credit straight, um yes. on their so, credit report. Ideally, like I said, call us
1: because you know, different situations can happen different and you don't talk yourself out at right. least at least let the lender say not at this time or yes but uh ideally if you you know got a 650 plus credit score uh two years of work history um you know and money saved depending on what type of loan you get or uh what you're looking for at least if you're going FHA three and a half percent down or you know if you're doing conventional 20% okay. but we, we can go and, you know it's so many different ways to get it done and so many different programs you know that's ideal but call anyway and see where you are
0: gotcha yeah I, don't, I know it'll kind of get a little confusing if we kind of get into like what FHA is and all that kind of stuff so I just want to make yeah. sure that we at least you know, get out the Touch basic the things. Basis. That, yeah, like, mm-hmm. what what was what, the one thing that most people have an issue with when it comes to buying a home? Like, what's that one thing on their list that usually pops up a lot? <laughs> um,
1: well, it depends, man. That's a, like a loaded question. Depends on okay. who you are, where you are. Some people just don't have the money to buy houses, right. And that's why they have different programs. And the other thing is you know, there's other pe- a lot of people out there that does have the money. You know, saying so, so it's a it's a loaded question. You I know, got each you. Per- each person is different.
0: Gotcha. So, so when they're going through this process, and let's say they have, like you were saying, this, that, and the third going on, does any of this process of them trying to figure out if they're even eligible, does it go against their credit at all?
1: Well, starting out, getting with the lenders, they'll they'll will do a. Uh, a credit of report Of course they have But right. you, know, it's, you know It's just to see What you are And right. you know They got You know They can help you Work on that They can tell you A couple things to do Hey pay this credit card off This will help you Get so many points So don't worry About that so much It's the mm-hmm. main thing Is get a target Yeah And if And if If you If you have a target You know what to shoot for Instead Absolutely. of shooting at, Shooting in the dark You know what yeah. I mean you Right don't, You don't know What I'm aiming at I'm just shooting no, but, you
0: need to have a, a target focus and say, hey, this is what I need to do. Gosh, yeah. So have a have a stocking plan because, yeah, I mean, I've been through this process before, so I understand it. But I don't want to, like, overshoot the, the listeners who have never been through the process. So I just want to see, if you know, is there anything that, that like, trends? And I understand that everybody's going to be a little bit different because, and that's why you have to, like you said, man. Figure out what it is that you need to shoot for, and then stick to the plan that the the lenders and everybody is telling you. And then, you know, lo and behold, you'll, you'll get that house where you're trying to get one at. You know what I'm saying? So just don't give up. Things,
1: on it. One of the things I do want to, you know, drive home with any, and this is a like a, a current situation. Um, you do want to have some of your own cash, even right. if you don't need it. You know, keep in mind that. Uh, you're trying to buy a house and if you're taking, if you're not buying the cash on your own, you're asking a lender to lend you some money and um, a certain situation with a house that we was just closing this week um, it was a situation where he was getting money back and all he heard was, I'm getting $10,000 back so in his mind, he thought he didn't have to have his money <laughs> you know, in reserve <laughs> so they went on vacation and took the money. Oh no!
0: Oh no! <laughs>
1: and the, pro- the the problem was he didn't understand that. Yeah, even though you was getting this money, you're still asking someone to loan you two hundred thousand dollars, and you don't have any of your own money. So it's like you know, I don't feel comfortable giving you two hundred thousand dollars and you don't have your own money. Yeah. Even even if even if I'm giving you. <laughs> this money to help
0: you close. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, these things happen, you know what I'm saying? So that's why you have to be, you have to be really 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 careful when you when you're going through this process and make sure you understand every single piece of it you know that might not have been a question that he thought about because you know what i'm saying all he heard was like you said that ten thousand. like shoot i got money coming what i what i need to be worried for you know what i'm saying but he probably should have financially i'm like that's probably not the time to take a little vacation you know what i'm saying i should just make sure and that's a learning
1: tool for me and my one of my lenders was you know make sure we're
0: clear about it yeah you see what i'm saying yeah, when you when you dealing with that kind of money, man, you uh, at least that's just for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I may have been raised a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? If I know that this amount of money is supposed to be coming to me, and then I know that I'm still trying to do something, like I'm I'm gonna be the quietest, not moving this person. I know that ain't a word, but like when you are going I, through this process, we, uh, I tell all my clients,
1: don't buy anything yeah. until we close on this house. Absolutely, don't <laughs> because. Even, There's a stressful process. One thing they don't tell us in school going through real estate that we're going to have to be a psychiatrist,
0: a therapist, and everything,
1: you know? Oh, yeah.
0: That's a lot of money on the line, man. And that's people' livelihoods and, you know, people put a lot into wanting yes. to buy a house, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in those situations, like, you should probably just be sitting down until you get some keys in your hand or something. Like, yes. don't do nothing. Don't, don't buy no cars. Don't, don't have spend no something. money on no credit cards.
1: Don't mm-hmm. do any of that yeah, <laughs> until, we're done.
0: until Until we say, congratulations, we, we close or something like give me that yes. last final words and i can see it in writing and i know for i'm sure this i'm is done. handing you your keys absolutely you know? if them keys ain't touched your hand don't don't do it do not do, do it nothing just, just chill out you know what i'm saying maybe go to mcdonald's or something have a little picnic in the front yard or something but don't be don't don't go trying to go to maui or some stuff like that man sit down no, you're gonna no get not there. at all you're gonna get there you know what i'm saying and it just takes time and like you said, it's a very, very stressful. It's a very, very stressful time, you know what I'm saying, to go through that. And But once you come out on the other end, you, you know, you got your home, you know, something that yes. you were striving for, whether it had been a year, two years, or however long the process takes for you. The and end that's goal one is to have things, a home. That's one of the
1: things I love about it. It's the reward of handing uh-huh. my clients their keys, man. And, yeah. you know, just seeing their eyes light up. is you no, know, I was a part of helping you get. One of your lifetime goals, or if you're an investor, I was, you know, helping you and your family create generational wealth. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I I absolutely love what I do, and I heard you say that, you know, earlier. And to
0: answer your question, I I love real estate. Oh, of course. And you know what I'm saying? And I, like I said, man, I think this is this is you finally found. Well, it ain't even really found your niche because you was already you were already in the in the same loop. And I was talking to the Darnell about this last week too. I had no idea that his family, you know, his dad and you know, all of them were worked on engines. So mm-hmm. it, it was literally like full circle for him to get into the field that he's in. Now talking to you, it's the same thing, full circle, man. You know, and it's crazy that those kinds of things um, went on because I, I had no idea. You know, you think you, you know everything about somebody, but you're always going to find something that you didn't know. But Absolutely. It had, it had me thinking to myself, too, like, dang what what is my full circle you know i'm kind of beating myself up in my brain while we're kind of talking about it but you know it'll come around to me whenever it comes around to me but you know that's just one of those things that um like literally while we were sitting here talking i just been sitting here thinking like man what is my what is my full circle have i even noticed it yet or is it happening and i just i haven't noticed it you know what i'm saying and that could be what it is you know and, and you know what? It, it might even be when your boys get older. Yeah. do it, something it. full circle. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, it, that could be, like, that wow. could be it, man. That could be it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. I have talked about it and I just haven't noticed it. Darnell's pretty good at noticing things that I don't notice, that I've I peeped that out. Like he, he's, he picks up on things that I don't really see. And that's, yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Well, let me bring it back to uh, to family for a little bit. So you say you got five kids, right? hmm Who's the oldest? How old is the oldest? Don't I so
1: so Peyton, Peyton is 11. Oh, okay, so you got a little time. And then I got um, Sydney. She's nine. I got Jordan, who's seven. I got Jamari, who's six. And
0: Isaac, who's five. Man, you got some young kids babies man hey, and man, it's so, it's so somebody should have told
1: me like e stop
0: <laughs> they ain't no ain't nobody tell me so i'm gonna let her i had to let her ride you know what i'm saying cuz you know my oldest jay is 18 you know what i'm saying he I just know, turned man. he is 18 yeah. man and then yeah, Marshawn's he was, 16 he was the trendsetter. <laughs> yeah yeah you know Marshawn's 16 and then uh michael is my oldest michael michael is about to be 13 no 12 is he already 12 yeah, oh, and man. then Jax is not. You know what I'm saying. So, um, just watching them, it, it, it's crazy watching them grow up. It, it's more crazy watching on, for real because he is so much like me, but also okay. he's 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 like Rhea a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? Like he still, because he grew up a lot different than us. It's it's just weird watching him grow up. Like his his logic is so good yet it's so crazy to me like he like he still like wants to take the kids to do trick or treat but he's he will dress up you know what i'm saying right and it's too crazy to me because i was like man i wasn't doing that when i was 18 a- but his logic behind it is so damn good i was like i can't argue with it like dad it's free candy why wouldn't i dress up that's stupid And I'm like, I mean, I guess you're right. If you, I I, I can't, I can't, I have a hard time arguing with him about his logic because it'd be so on point when he tells me, I'm like, how how do I combat that? How do I argue that? You know what I'm saying? Right. I I can't, you know what I'm saying? And now it's like, because he's 18 now, he's working. You know what I'm saying? He's actually at work right now. You know, this is his first job. You was was telling me you uh, had to take him yeah yeah, you know what I'm saying this is his first job you know and I honestly didn't know how it was gonna go because at first when he was doing the interviews and stuff like that like he was a little nervous about it he didn't know what he was gonna say because he's not the type that like he doesn't really talk a lot but when he talks you know what I'm saying when he's comfortable he, he'll talk you know what I'm saying so right. and he actually loves working which thank god he does you know what I'm saying like he has he has a good work ethic going on now so he, he likes working it's in his
1: blood though Think yeah it.
0: It, it really is we always work. Yeah, that, that is we absolutely true. Sure. We definitely always work. And I'm glad that that is one thing that, you know what I'm saying, that I have passed on to him is having a good work ethic, you know what I'm saying? And then once he's done with high school and everything like that, you know, he, he wants to, he wants to be a fireman, actually, you know what I'm saying? So uh, get you, him into that. You, and, you know, I went through that as well. Yeah. I know, I know. And I'm glad that you're hearing <laughs> me say that. he, You know what I'm saying? He, he's been literally looking at becoming a firefighter. Me, personally, I'm not running a fire. I'm not doing that. That's not me. And a lot of people always ask me, like, well, why is he going to do military? So, for me, I would never push military on my kids. And I have nothing mm-hmm. against that. Like, I love what I do absolutely 100%. But... It's, I know for a fact that it is not for everybody. And it takes a special person. It takes a very special person. And it's like, because I do recruiting now, it's like, now I understand, you know what I'm saying? So it's really not for everybody. And I'm not the type of person that will push something on somebody that, you know what I'm saying? It's, they don't need to be there. There's something else in in mind for them in this world you know what I'm saying so like for them if they told me that they wanted to be in the military 100% I'll get it done you're you're in I can do it I'll get you whatever job it is that you're looking for I can do that that's no issue but for me it's like I'm not gonna push that I want them to figure out what they want to do with their life you know what I'm saying and then you got Marshawn you know football and that's all that's been on his mind but he also wants to be an engineer so okay for him, you know what I'm saying, I always make sure his academics is you know what I'm saying that's gotta be number one. Like you're not you're not about to just think you're about to football your way through school. That's not we're not doing that because at any given mm-hmm. moment or any given Sunday, you know what I'm saying, it could yeah. all be over with. You know what I'm saying? You need a fallback, you know what I'm saying? You need a for you need your forefront football as a fallback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As much as I would love to see you go to the NFL and I get free tickets to go watch you all the time and I bring mm-hmm. all my friends and so we can watch you play football, you know what I'm saying? I would love that. But at the end of the day, you also need a career, man. Because, you know, what happens when football is over? You know what I'm saying? You want to, you not might not make it to ESPN Absolutely. or something like that. You need a fallback. Absolutely. You know what I'm like, it's always going to be about education for me.
1: And the crazy part is, and you know, you know I played football many uh-huh. years of my life. You know that. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I'm to the point where I don't even know if I want my boys to play. I understand and that. And it, it's crazy because I absolutely love football, but I'd rather push them to ownership than to play. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. If they want to play, I may let them play in high school, but knowing what I know now, man, it's it's different. Oh, yeah. You know, it's different. different. You know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. it's like I, you can own the team in the wheelchair, Oh, yeah. You ain't able to. You ain't able to play in the wheelchair. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
0: Oh yeah. So it's just a different mindset, and if you know better, you do better. You know? Absolutely. Yep. And I and I preach that to to Marshawn. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, he absolutely loves football. He loves playing, and I will never, you know, what I'm saying, take that away from him. But he understands that if you want to play football, you got to have the grace. So he's an A B student, so absolutely. that's nothing that you know. What I'm saying that I never worry about for him. And you know, last night they played. Uh, one of the schools down here and they beat them 48 to 0 so it's crazy um yeah they smoked them um but you know (laughs) football football in the south is definitely different than football in the north man and me and you uh we've all had this argument all of us had this argument before about where football is better at you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. me personally i've never been very big on football you know i didn't play very very much you know what i'm saying right I was gonna save this for for uh, a different episode, but I'ma just say it because, you know what I'm saying, um, I wanna give honor to this dude, you know what I'm saying? So back in the day, you know, when we was playing, and I played in high school, or whatever, but like way back in our Muni League days <laughs> and um we I used to try I tried to play for the Sam's Raiders. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the best teams out at right. the time, you know what I'm saying? Sam's Raiders. If you mm-hmm. wanna play who Sam's I play
1: for. Yeah. yeah, you know who, who I play for, for,
0: who Menno play for, who Khalif play for, all y'all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because my uncle, you know what I'm saying, was one of the coaches. So I'm thinking like I'm a shoe in, you know what I'm saying? My uncle's the, the coach, you know what I'm saying? Warren. You know, that's my uncle Warren. He's the coach. What? You didn't Get you didn't know it. Tell me I, you didn't know that. That was that was yeah, one of my man. favorite coaches, man. That is my 100
1: percent uncle, <laughs> my uncle I Warren. Never my, do brother, that.
0: my cousin JR, you know what I'm saying? My aunt, my aunties, uh, yeah, man. All of them. Yes. That's
1: crazy.
0: Those all is the my time. people. Those is and my it, people, man.
1: And I spent so much time with Coach Warren. It's ridiculous,
0: man. Yeah, man. That was I, I, that
1: was my absolute one of my absolute favorite coaches You
0: school. didn't know that was my uncle? No. Yeah, dude, that is my <laughs> uncle, uncle, like my uncle, uncle, like for sure. you know, my dad's side, yeah, that's my whole family, man.
1: Next to I, next time I see him, I have like I did not know who it was your family. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you better call me Billy D because he ain't gonna know who you're talking about. They don't be calling me that. He gonna think you're talking okay. about my daddy. He gonna think you're talking about my daddy. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, okay.
0: Yes, yeah. but crazy. um, yeah, man, that's my uncle. So I'm thinking like you know I'm for sure in, and I didn't mind you. I'm gonna skip to the end a little bit. I didn't play. For Sims, but there was this right. moment where you know I forgot what it's called. What is that? What is it? That drill called where you know I'm saying y'all land on y'all backs and then y'all have to run at each other? Yes. Uh shoot. That's the uh, uh I forget it. Oh uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Everybody out yes, knows what I'm talking yes. about. So <laughs> so this is where my Sims Raiders career ended. I'm just tell this quick story. I was on one side laying down, and for some reason they put Khalif on the other side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Khalif is my boy. You know what I'm saying? God rest my boy so. That that was my boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, all right, my uncle's out here. I'm good. Khalif is my homeboy. You know, we actually walked here together, like all of us. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool. He ain't going to do, you know what I'm saying? We play football in the street all the time. It's going to be straight. <laughs> so if y'all don't know, one person laying on the ground on one side, the other person laying on the ground on the other side. I got the ball, so I'm supposed to get past Khalif, you know what I'm saying? And Khalif, whole mission is to knock me down, tackle me, or whatever. So, I get up, you know, I start running, and I see Khalif at full speed. Like, there ain't no way he's about to hit me like this. There is no way he's about to do what I think he's about to do. And the next thing I remember, I was looking at the sun, you know what I'm saying? I, oh, I don't know man. if I flipped. I don't know what happened. I just remember once he hit me, that was the last day I came to Sam's Raiders practice. The very last day. I had, he said it was over with. Man, he hit me so hard. And then we all walked home later that day, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I didn't do it no more. I couldn't. I was like, this is the end of my football career. Like, I did not play. Actually, you know what I did? I went and I started playing for... <laughs> oh, Gemini's? No, I, that, was, that was before uh, I started trying to play for Sims. Though it was a team in the Heights. It wasn't the Chiefs. It was the other team that played up there on Forest Hill. Sally Tigers. There you go. I'm going to play for them Because I got, I walked right on and I was good. That's where I went. <laughs> but wow. yeah, man, that, that boy hit me so hard that day, man. So hard. And I was okay. just like, yeah, it's over with, man. I ended up playing, obviously, and we played for Kirk all together. And then we all played yeah. for Shaw the first couple years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I only played my ninth grade and a little bit of my tenth grade and uh, that shot. But that, yeah. you know, wrestling was my thing, man. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't give football, man. I couldn't give yes, up football sir. at all. But I loved it, man. I, loved, I loved sports in in high school, man. That was, it was a good time, man. Um, yeah. When did and yeah. you ended up going to Glenville after a little <laughs> while too? So, yeah, my eleventh uh, and. Twelfth uh, grade year. Yeah, you know, my man. dad. My dad was coaching that club. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, and you weren't the only person. Who, you know, left actually going to our eleventh grade. We got a lot of kids uh, that was really good at sports. Like went on to these different schools. And I'm not sure what really happened. Like, I mean, for us, we had my boy Kelvin. He ended up going to JFK, and then you know, mm-hmm. Lauren ended up going, but she came back. I think her senior year, a couple people that was like real good athletes. Like went to these other schools, and I don't know if it was like shine a little bit more or you know whatever it is whatever the case may be or it was family thing but um we actually had a lot of good people who played sports that like kind of went away but came back but it was like it was never no love lost with anybody who went to these other schools you know what i'm saying we still gonna hang out we still gonna kick it i'm still gonna cheer for you at your school you know what i'm saying it was it was still the crew you know yeah for sure it was definitely still the crew man that ain't that ain't gonna never change you know just because you went to a different school we might not have liked the school that you went to but um that Mm -hmm. ain't had nothing to do with you (laughs) (laughs) that's just how it was man and that's just what it was what it was gonna be you know it is what it is at the end of the day we all we all love each other man we all always came back together um mm-hmm. yeah, so, let me ask you this other question i <laughs> and i gotta ask you only because i brought it up before in the other um mm-hmm. uh, in the conversation that i had with with darnell um we talked about um i'm not I'm pretty sure you heard how we talked about like how uh he gonna be mad but again again and again about like how we all kind of came together, you know what I'm saying? How mm-hmm. you know, Leon might have thought he was getting replaced or you thought he was going to be replaced, anything like that. But the mm-hmm. thing that I wanted to ask you about cuz I talked about it and I want to hear your opinion on it. Even though we were all friends, we all hung out separately sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you was mm-hmm. with with Mano and I was with uh with Darnell or Leon or something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or something like that. Um, and I was ta- I talked about it like me and you really didn't hang out together that much and I the reason why I, yeah. I, the reason I said that is because I feel like me and you had two totally different personalities even though we are like the same. Fine, you know what I'm saying? Like we are our brothers yeah. are a day apart. I think maybe that might have had something to do with it, but I understood that you had more of a connection with mental, especially when it came to like football and those type mm-hmm. of video games and the things that y'all was doing, you know what I'm saying? So it was never yeah. like you no know, love lost or anything like that. It was just how things happened. But when I think about all the times we hung out, man, we used to do some crazy stuff, you know? What I'm right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of crazy things going on when we was all together, you know what I'm saying? So a lot I of swear. silly things. I was sitting yeah. here thinking about uh 80 <laughs> outside the car. I knew you was about to say that, man. Oh I knew you was God. about to say that, that I don't was know the what crazy thing about <laughs> I, Well, you didn't know what was gonna happen with the transmission when you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that was probably the worst time for a transmission to go out is when you throw an M eighty out the window and then you go to try to hit the gas and don't move nowhere. Hey, um, listen,
1: <laughs> that was this guy like i playing too much. you yeah. <laughs> yeah. need to stop. Let me you lesson. right quick.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a quick lesson about life. <laughs> oh, my God. That hilarious. was hilarious. Actually, I thought you was going to bring up the uh, the time when you the, was... The uh, hubcaps. Try- yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you was about to talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm going to just tell y'all this quick story about, you know what I'm saying, how Eric thought he was about to do this crazy 180 in his car going down the street. Backwards, so backwards. All right, mind you, backwards. He thought he was about to just whip this thing around, you know what I'm saying, and just keep going. So, we on this, (laughs) we on the street, you know what I'm saying, and he like, All right, I'm about to gun it backwards. Mind you, (laughs) I don't even remember what car it was, but Uh, he is. It was, what was it? I know it was no, it was blue. It was blue.
1: What car uh, was that? uh,
0: Reg- the first car.
1: I know we was leaving Max House.
0: Yeah, we, we, we was going backwards. Now mind you, <laughs> we were only going backwards maybe like 45, 50, like maxed out, like trying to go backwards <laughs> fast. And Eric had this right idea that, you know what, I'm about to whip this thing around. All right. Now, I don't know if you know how cars work, but <laughs> the way he tried to whip this thing around is obviously not the right way. Because when he cut the wheel, it just made a sharp. What was it? Left. I yeah, mad. it, it was, was a sharp sh- right into somebody. Yeah, a sharp front steps, man. I'm talking about <laughs> tore these people's stairs off in reverse. <laughs> like I, the car it turned so slow and then fast at the same time. It just went through these bushes, tore these people's stairs off. The hubcaps flew off the car, like just gone. We had about two or three flats. And in the midst of oh all God. of this happening, the midst of all of this happening, the people never came outside. So what do we do? What do we do as some young, I ain't even gonna say black teenagers, some young teenagers who knew we were not supposed to be doing what we was doing? Of course, we just took off. And somebody was trying to get out the car and get their hubcaps, which made no sense because who's gonna trace your hubcaps to your car? <laughs> like, get us out of here right
1: now, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Mano, mano, say, hey Eve, let's get the hook <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck the man.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We take off, we get back around, round the way to where my house is, and assess the car. And you know, oh, to this day, I don't oh. know if they ever even found out. You know what I'm saying? What happened? I just know a couple, a couple of days later, they the stairs was getting replaced. You know what I'm saying? I, I went around. I, I apologize. Listen, I apologize.
1: To those and, people. Yeah, wow. man, that, oh was, that gosh, was like
0: 30 man. plus years ago. I'm pretty sure they moved on and everything. But like, that was just one of those things when you're young and you're doing wild and crazy things you see on TV and the movies. It don't work, people. It don't you're work. Right. It, right. it doesn't work if you don't know what you're doing. If you ain't got the right kind of car, don't be out there trying to whip cars around. You know what I'm saying? You end up taking somebody's stairs out. You know what I'm saying? Or and their bushes. Leaving tracks and, you know what I'm saying? It was fun, though. You know, it was. It, it was, it was. We it was we had stuff. a lot of memories. A lot, man. But
1: to, to answer your question, um, mm-hmm. it basically came out um, football, man. That's what really brought us all together. It was yeah. a little bit uh, wrestling at um, Kirk, a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. But it really came full circle. You know, my ninth grade year, y'all, tenth grade year. It just, it just clicked, man. And um, <clears throat> it was like, after that, you know, we played football. We was walking home at, at night. Uh, remember when we was walking home, we'd have those away games. And it, we get back, it's like 12, 30 in the morning. And we walking home from a football game, man. Mm-hmm. We,
0: we have fun, man. And that's that's <laughs> the thing about East Cleveland, man. It, it, if you in East Cleveland and you know where you're at, like, you can walk home at any time, man. It was always safe. I always but we were deep, ways. though. You know what I'm saying? We was we were super deep, deep, but I always <laughs> felt more comfortable walking around in East Cleveland than I was, was in any other city. And those cities might have been made more built up and all nice and stuff like that, but I was mm-hmm. so much more comfortable walking in my city because I know whenever I get to this next corner or whatever this next street is, I know somebody over here. I'm good yeah. right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it was never an issue, you know what I'm saying? Because our city is so small. You know people from everywhere. And it's only one high school. So mm-hmm. everybody comes together at high school. You know what I'm saying? Everybody came together at Kirk because it was only one middle school. So right. it, it was always safe, man. Even though we was walking at night, our parents knew where we was at, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. At all times, you know, it didn't matter what it was. They knew where we was at. And that was, a, that was the era. No cell phones and you know, mm-hmm. barely had pagers or you know what I'm saying. Yep. So like, it was just a and different time growing up, man. It was,
1: and 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 that was something else I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. It was, I think a, another thing what made us real close was our parents. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it was because <clears throat> it don't matter which house I went over, I felt like that was my other mother.
0: Oh you yeah, know what I'm saying for
1: sure. Yo, your mom god rest her soul you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but every time i came over your house i always felt welcome oh yeah that was that was like my other mom you know what i'm saying same thing with my mom julia we go over ham's house we go over darnell's house each any place we went it was like this is my my other mother you know what i'm saying and then Mm -hmm. on the reverse side I, I, our parents felt the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Because it was like <clears throat> when they met, they got you know they looked at each other like, okay, I know my kid's safe over there. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? For sure. And it, and it was the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And and having that 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 other mother figure, you know, when uh, we came to these different places was priceless, man. And oh yeah, that they paid you know they played a huge role in that just how we was raised is how we were you know what I mean it was just good people oh yeah for sure hey you
0: can't you can't replace that man no I mean we, we all definitely have strong 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 women in our lives very very strong women who who in certain situations led the household so to speak you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. and I think for that is why um, for me personally, why I value and I always want to be in, you know, in, in my son's life, you know what I'm saying? And I don't take a, I don't wanna take away nothing from my father because of mm-hmm. the issues that he had when he was coming up. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I can't I can't forget the fact that he he used to come to a lot of my wrestling matches when I had him at home. He did. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I can't forget that. And I will never, you know what I'm saying? Because he made choices that he made, he wasn't always there and I know that that's something that he has to battle for the rest of his life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It has. It, it's not me. You know what I'm saying? It's you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna carry your burden. You know what I'm saying? Because that was a choice that you made of, with your life. So for me, um, like I said, I don't hold nothing against him. And when I see him, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, i I'm a kick him with, with my pops. You know what I'm saying? I'm. A, I'm gonna go see Absolutely. him. I'm gonna say hi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We might have a beer or two or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I never. I never bring up the past because that's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're here in the Mm -hmm. present right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to embrace it. You know what I'm saying? And and whatever you want to talk about, we're going to talk about, but we don't never talk about the past. We always talk about what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? And when can he come do this, that, and the third for sure. Like, I'm not going to, I just don't feel like I should shut him out because that would make, because I know the type of man that I am now. You know what I'm saying? And now, I'm showing that to to my kids. You know what I'm saying. Make mm-hmm. sure that they come up and you know what I'm saying. A strong. They have that male influence, and we had that. I had that too. With you know what I'm saying, the men that I was around. You know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. we had we had hood fathers, so to speak. You know what I'm saying. It, like yeah. over Mano's house. You know you got you got Uncle Rob. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yep. If yep. you went down the street two or three two houses, as a matter of fact, when colleague when dad. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Enus. <laughs> that man showed me so many different things in my life I, I, I could go on and on about how many things that mr enos taught me and i wasn't even his son like i appreciated that man so much in my mm-hmm. life because of the, all the things and the lessons that he taught me you know what i'm saying i wasn't even his son he took me in as his son and everybody else on the street that needed that that super father figure just to be around you know what i'm saying and right I obviously like i said uh, Uncle Rob you know and I don't even call him Uncle Rob it just sound weird that I'm saying Uncle Rob now but like Rob's always been around forever for me yep. you know what I'm saying he's he's the first person that I you know what I'm saying he he went to work every day you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. He came home, you know what I'm saying? He was he was cool on the skates, you know what I'm saying? He was on the drums. Like, this was the probably the... He still is one of the coolest old dudes that I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was yeah. one of the smoothest people. And, and, and even in his, the way he talked, man, it's just like, hey, what's going on, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, Rob always been like the super cool, smooth dude, man, but he always been about his business and he always taught us a lot of life lessons too, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. to all those fathers that wasn't really our fathers I definitely appreciate y'all stepping up and you know what I'm saying showing us the way how things need to go because I, those resonate with me and now I can pass those things on you know what I'm saying but you can learn from the good and you can also learn from the bad or you know, bad examples too and I preach mm-hmm. that now to you know my soldiers when I have them to, to kind of compare the two you know what I'm saying Toxic leadership and good leadership, you know, say so it's the exact same thing. Just because it's in the military doesn't mean it doesn't happen in the civilian side or in, in life itself. You know, right. you take you take from those those toxic leaders or those bad leaders or those bad fathers or those bad people is the same as what you're gonna take from your good leaders and your good people on the outside and all those lessons, and then you build up your leadership qualities based off of the things that you saw didn't go the right way you know what I'm saying and everything that you saw go the right way and you make your own type of leadership or you make your own you know what I'm saying how the type of person that you're going to be in life you know what I'm saying Whether you know what I'm saying like whether we're in the military or not you know what I'm saying the things are very very similar and it's cool because I get to see both sides of it you know what I'm saying and a lot of people don't know you know how how do I say it a lot of people don't see how similar we really are. While we are different because we are the 1%, um mm-hmm. there is a lot of things that I've carried over from the civilian side to my military side especially because I joined a lot later than everybody else. So I've had a ton of life experience, and I bring that with me when I'm talking to these, because these kids are 17, 18 years old when they're joining the army. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting 17, 18 year olds in right now. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm having these conversations with them, um, I don't want to seem like a dad, but like that's how it comes off because that's just who I am. Like y'all have Mm -hmm. to understand this, that, and the third is going to be happening. You're not going to be always. You're not always going to be happy with what's going to go on because everybody thinks that it's going to be all pieces of cream when you join the army, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. going to be days where you hate being there. It is 100%. And that's just like <coughs> in any job that you have to. And, and anything you do almost. You know anything that you do, you're going to have days where you hate it. But I always tell them the same thing. Like, look, you got to remember why you're there in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And it's always going to be what you make it out to be. And if it's not what you want it to be, then it's time for you to move on to do something different. You know what I'm saying? If it's the military, you know what I'm saying? You either get out and go pursue that uh, civilian job or you change your job while you're in the army. You know what I'm saying? And now you're picking something that you actually really want to do. So sometimes it's about, you know, getting your foot in the door so that you can get to the next step. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to, you know what I'm saying, walk through that mud, walk through that rain a little bit just so, you know what I'm saying? there's going to be sunshine on the other side you mm-hmm. gotta remember that at every and that's in life too you know what I'm saying sometimes you gotta go through a little rough or hard times to get to what you're trying to get to it's always gonna be about the grind
1: right yeah man <clears throat> I had um, you was asking a little bit more about the boys and I was just thinking um, who I would call if I was you know thinking something you know what I'm saying okay. so you know I don't I think I told you this before but like you know, if I'm on some trash, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I would call. I, I had people, different people to call. So I'm right. like, listen, I will call Darnell if I if I really want him to talk me out of it because he's like the sensible guy. You know what yes, I'm saying? Is. Yes, he is. I, and then if I was on some trash, I'm like, I'm gonna call Will. You know what I'm saying? And yep. Will gonna tell me exactly
0: I'm gonna what tell I want you to
1: go and do. Yeah, you're being stupid. And yes and yes and then i would I, I wouldn't even call claude because no no he was thinking he was thinking exactly what i was thinking yeah,
0: it, yeah that's never called you know I
1: mean? no no <laughs> and, 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 then, and then, then leon just gonna add the sauce to it you know what, yeah, what i'm yeah, saying
0: yeah yeah leon <laughs> 100 percent will instigate it whatever it is yes. no matter what it is Uh huh. i was just like
1: man i just you know and just appreciate having y'all man just just going through that man that yeah man. Yeah, yeah we all have our
0: have our thing you know what i'm saying we all have mm-hmm. it and you described it to the t you know what i'm saying um just depending on what it is that you you know what i'm saying you whatever answer it is that you're looking for mm-hmm. <laughs> is the person that you're going to call you know what i'm saying and if yes. you mess around and you call you call darnell darnell is going darnell's going to give you both answers that's how darnell is Yes, he's going to give you the level-headed. The the, the level-headed answer, and he's going to give you... And if you keep talking, he's going to give you the answer that you probably really want, but you know it's pretty stupid still. He's going to tell you both sides. He will definitely (laughs) tell you both sides. Me, on the other hand, I'm just going to tell you straight up that it's stupid. Don't do that. What is wrong with you? Don't (laughs) do it. No. Absolutely. There is no... I'm not even about to let you glaze on on the other side of this. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then, you know... Um, Mano is just gonna be like You know what I'm saying It's whatever You know <laughs> He gonna ride with you. you know what I'm saying? Let's go Metal gonna ride He gonna ride <laughs> Right or wrong He ride It don't matter And that's cool too Because at some point Sometimes you need that You know what I'm saying You need yes, somebody to Just be like Whatever let's do it You know what I'm saying At the end of the day I mean, If it's some other stuff You know what I'm saying We all right It is what it is But like yeah. Sometimes you just need that, that's what you need. And then you know, Leon is always just gonna be she gonna tell you you're stupid too, but then Leon will be like, whatever, go ahead and do it. Leon just mm-hmm. gonna instigate it and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm and then be, like, be like, I told you. Yeah, yeah. He he already know what to answer. He already know what's gonna happen. Like, I told you not to do No, you didn't tell me nothing. You told me to go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. And then you kinda you kind of like um you kinda of like a little bit of mixture too. Like you kind of like a combination of goat, let's do it, like Mano will be on, but at the same time you gonna tell me that it, this ain't smart. Yeah. It ain't smart, like, but let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and it is what it is. I'll be like, Are you sure? Yeah, you're gonna act, these, And then these it,
1: these are the consequences now. Yeah. <laughs> That's know, what's gonna it, happen
0: if we do it. Yep. You know? and everybody that's why I, I, you're right man I, I like that we all have just a little bit of um, a little bit of everything man and you can you can find it within within the group man like you're gonna get some good answers you're gonna get some crazy answers you're gonna get the, always gonna get the right answer at the end of the day but I think really at the end of the day is you know you have somebody that you can talk to you know what I'm saying and that's that's really what it is that you you have somebody that you can rely on somebody you can always pick up the, somebody that's always gonna pick up the phone regardless of what's going on you know and, and that kind of that's one of the better things
1: about it man and i and you know what and, and you know what your podcast is about is looking back at it that was part of our mental health part you know what i'm
0: yeah. saying yeah man you know and, so
1: having those people to talk to really helped us
0: absolutely you know and we want to talk ourselves into doing some stupid things like going to explore the sewers of East Cleveland but yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day man you have somebody you can talk to about it and whether that plan was well thought out or you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case Well, we talked about it. We, we're we thinking talked. about it as we're talking. Yeah. We, you know we worked saying? every single step of the way. And we was there for each other no matter what. And I'm glad you said the whole mental health thing because I was about to get into that. Because it segwayed pretty perfectly, man. Um, this definitely That definitely was our therapy. That was definitely our mental health checks on each other. Is the, the, the brotherhood and being able to call somebody whenever you need them. And a lot of people uh, kind of stray away from it. And for me. And don't have it don't have it at all you know and for me this starting this was that was my main focus was to give myself an opportunity to say the things that i've been weighing heavy on my mind because you know me man i don't i've never been the talkative one you know what i'm saying i've never been one to express what's really going on in my head and a lot of things have built up over the years that i haven't you know got out and uh i really needed this outlet You know what I'm saying? And I kind of threw myself into it because I know that if I kept sitting on it, I would never do it. So Mm -hmm. it's really helped me being able to, you know, kind of get out there and just start talking about, you know, saying the things that are going on in my mind. And I got a lot of um, different things that I'm trying to do with this, um, like the bio and the bio is just literally me telling my stories and things like that. Like, I got to record that after this, too. But Mm -hmm. um, just getting my story out and like i said regardless of anybody here this is like a this is my therapy this is my diary basically you know what i'm saying for me to express myself and anybody else who has you know what i'm saying want to get out there and express themselves and get some things off their chest that's that's what i do this for man I'm always about mental health and making sure that we are all good because we all have something that we can share with the world and not even the world just with our community our city whatever the case may be for you whatever it is you know what i'm saying somebody is getting the opportunity to hear stories and whether you want to express it or not at least you heard somebody talking about it and you can listen in and you know maybe out loud to yourself express what's going on and then you make that phone call to somebody that you know like hey this is what i had going on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i heard this over here You know what I'm saying? So I just want to reach out, say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a quick text, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, man, make sure that you're checking in on your mental health and your friend's mental health because it's very important that we are, you know what I'm saying? We are here and we're doing what we need to do and checking on our friends, man, because like I said, man, I've had a hell of a year and I know how Mm -hmm. important it is to make sure that you're having these conversations and you're reaching out to the people you need to reach out because, you know, we're getting a little older. And regardless of the fact If anybody want to face it We really are, man We're 40 next year, man That's crazy, too um, Absolutely Absolutely You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really about just Getting Getting that mental break And getting You know what I'm saying? Making sure that My, my mental is straight You know what I'm saying? Going into my later years And everything like that And, and you know Touching on that mm-hmm.
1: you know,
0: How many times growing up
1: We always say I'll shake it off It's going to be okay Uh-huh you know what I'm saying and sometimes it's not you know what I mean we need to talk about it we need to go and and, and get help you know what I'm saying and that's okay because growing up it was you know what I'm saying I need need to go get help man it's like if you feeling sick what do you do you go to the doctor you go you know what I'm saying talk to someone who can help you through this you know what I mean, and it's the same yeah. thing with the mental health, man. It's like so many times, especially in the inner cities and things like that, man. We're just not aware that it's
0: help out there for us. Yep, and, and You we, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's another thing we don't realize is that we were doing it as kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we were our own mental checks, just going and hanging out, <clears throat> hanging out, playing football, talking to your friends, going riding bikes, like those was all things that we were doing that we didn't even realize we was doing. It was like second nature. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. one of the things that I want to kind of get back to. And I'm not saying we need to all go out and ride bikes. I mean, that'd be cool. But like just doing things that we used to do then and bringing them out to now. It's like it's too easy. We're so connected through social media, you know what I'm saying, these days, it's, you don't even have to be in the same room with your friends no more, like, I'm still reaching out to all my old friends now, via Facebook, just tapping in, like, hey, what's going on, you good, everything straight, you know what I'm saying, and I'm starting now, like, I'm so glad that, and I, I probably should have done it in the very beginning, was, like, promoted a little bit more on Facebook, because now, I think I'm starting to reach all of my old friends that I right. haven't talked to in years, and that's it's, it's working out, like, it's, it's being able to reach them and then they reach the next person and if they if you know some people that want to talk about something then they know somebody and it's just gonna keep on spreading you know what i'm saying now we're all getting back to how it used to be just on a different on a different stage you know what i'm saying back then we could go to our friend's house anytime pull up, pull up with your bike real quick we're about to, you know what i'm saying go play football we about to go play hide and seek or something crazy like that that was that was fun Uh, that was our our checks you know what i'm
1: saying i'll go play in the cemetery Oh,
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> hey whatever it was you know what i'm saying like that was the things that we was doing you know what i'm saying just having fun and reaching out and it, it shouldn't have to stop just because we in different cities we in different states different countries you know what i'm saying you should still be checking in on your, your people that you hung out with your whole life and i'm not saying that y'all got to be the best of friends again but sometimes all it takes is just that one quick message or that one post on their post to say, you know what I'm saying, let them know that you're still there if they ever needed you. You know what I'm saying. And even right. if they don't, at least you tried. You reached out to them. You know what I'm saying. And now that might make you feel a little bit better. Like, hey, I did reach out. You know what I'm saying. So I feel a little mm-hmm. bit better knowing that they saw my message, they read it, they might have sent something back. You know what I'm saying. That that gets that little bit of mental health check. Like they they okay. They are all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in a sense maybe but at least you have an idea and now you've opened up a conversation that y'all can have and keep it moving forward that's really what it's about for me it's just spreading that knowledge and reaching out and you know people tapping back in with me when I whenever I got something going on you know and then this platform for sure is the way that I get out whatever I need to get out and you know that's just another form for me that's that's really Mm -hmm. what it is and, and then, you know, even the little things like our little group texts with
1: the guys and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, I might not always be able to respond right away, but yeah. just seeing that and, you know, maybe comment a little later, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah,
0: blah, this and that, man, those things add up for me, yeah I and- appreciate it. And that's the good thing about uh, like us is, and Darnell mentioned it before too. It's like it doesn't matter if I answer you a couple days later. The conversation is still going. It didn't stop. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. just pick it up wherever it was at. And yes, even when we get in person, it's like we don't have to be like, oh my God, it's been a long time since I saw you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's just like I just saw you the other day, even though I ain't saw you in like maybe two years. You know what I'm saying? In person. It, man
1: and, and and it's it's been like that even when Forever. we went to a, when we went to Miami you know uh-huh. it was the first real time that we was all together and i don't know how long yes.
0: and it was it, it, it we didn't skip a beat bro not one it was just like what it, up <laughs> it,
1: it, it was like i just saw you yesterday you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like,
0: that's that's what's cool about you know what i'm saying all of us you know what i'm saying it was just like all right you know what i'm saying hey you he here and like when we pulled up you know what i'm saying i, I kind of woke you up when i pulled up you know? So y'all still knocked out. Um uh, I went in there, like, what's up? Y'all about to get dressed? All right, cool. Let's get let's get this day going. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing it was like like you said, it was like we just was with each other yesterday and I hadn't seen all y'all in the same room in over five, six, seven years. I seen Darnell in twenty nineteen, but I hadn't seen him prior to that in years and then up until the day of the wedding, you know what I'm saying. That was the last time, or the bachelor party, I should say. That was the last time I had seen him. And I saw him in 2019 on a whim. You know what I'm saying. He just happened to still be stationed in in the states, and I just happened to be coming back from Afghanistan for a little bit to go to school. And I happened to run into him. Like you know, what I'm saying he was in Texas, I was in Oklahoma. So he came. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying he shot over there three hours, came to see me. We hung out. You know what I'm saying. Just on a whim. Right. And that's just. That's the things that we do You know what I'm saying If you that close man That ain't nothing for us to make a move You know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I mean mean, that's the stuff that we used to do back in the day too You know what I'm saying Even when he went to When he took his little trip to Columbus You know what I'm saying Yeah Yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When we went and got him Remember Yeah And it wasn't nothing He called us at like 11.30 at night Like man come get me What we do Got in the car and went to go get him You know what I'm saying It ain't nothing Mm -hmm. Picked him straight on up man you know and it, yeah. that's just that's just what we do man as friends and brothers you know what I'm saying you you look out for them and it don't matter where you at if, if somebody needs something you know what I'm saying you do what you can to make sure that you know they have what they need that's that's what you should do as family man and we you know if you're gonna keep it going like you know I'll be there in a couple of weeks you know what I'm saying in, in November mm-hmm. so actually it's like two and a half weeks honestly it's getting real close um, we're gonna be up there and we're gonna get together we're gonna do our thing and then we're gonna you know what i'm saying plan the next one and you already know when the next one is so it's, it's just something we're gonna keep doing man it's all yeah. about getting together when the times ain't bad man and that's that's one of the main things we've been trying to do as a family is get together when it's not a tragedy you know what i'm saying right. um and just I would, like
1: listen my family, you know, enjoyed when we came down. We uh, went to Disney World for last mm-hmm. Christmas. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they still talk about that. Was, you know, it was a good time. Just you know, coming to break bread and yeah. you know appreciate appreciate y'all for opening up the house to us. Man, and, you know, I ain't never no issue. I
0: ain't was, never gonna you know, be family and it was like everybody just enjoyed to see it you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah man And that, that's that's the kind of things that I, wanna, I want us to keep doing you know what I'm saying as a family it's just getting together when like I said when it ain't a tragedy you know what I'm saying making mm-hmm. these memories and you know November is about to be pretty big it's actually getting a little bit bigger than I thought it was going to be um, mm-hmm. but it's all good because nice. you know um a lot of people don't get it they didn't my family hasn't got a lot of opportunities to meet you know what i'm saying reed family and my family that i made ain't really met my dad's side like that you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's gonna be real interesting to see everybody kind of come together and everything like that we're gonna make it happen man that's what we do we're definitely gonna make yes, it happen sir. yes sir so before we kind of get out of here today um We talked about we talked about family, you know what I'm saying. We talked about some of the old times. We talked about your business, you know. We talked about we talked about a lot of different things, you know what I'm saying. And before we kind of get out of here, like I was saying, um, what what would you leave us with? Like, what's some of the things? uh, Like, I don't want to. i see, hmm, like a leadership type of. quote or any type of uh message that you want to leave everybody with starting off with like let's just focus on your business side like what's something that you want to just kind of put out there for anybody who's looking to get into either buying or want to actually get into um real estate itself so you can kind of separate the two uh i say main thing is take action man do something
1: so many times you know we sit and wait like even what you said about the podcast like, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it but mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta fall forward even if yep. you fall on your face at least you know what to do next time you know right. what I, mean? and I have i have a little saying it's like you don't know if you can win the game unless you take the shot there we go you know what i'm saying if there you got go. the ball if you got the ball and you even if you miss just take the shot Because now you know, okay, next time a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. But you took the shot and you know, you know, it's so much you can learn in taking that shot that it's, you know, ridiculous. So that's one of the main things is, man, whatever it is you want to do, take a shot at it. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself in it because you learn so much from the failures or succeeding, you know, by doing, not by watching. How about being on YouTube all day studying
0: or everything? Sometimes you just gotta take a shot. Absolutely. That's a hey man, I don't even know how to that's probably the best way to actually end this, you know what I'm saying? Take that shot because at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta think about it. Every job that I mean, even for me, um, every job that I've always taken, I've always, like you said, took that shot at it and seen just how far it could take me, you know what I'm saying? And I am mm-hmm. here now as, you know, um, very, very successful in, in the military, um, and it's gonna keep continuously, you know, driving me forward. Now I have the steering wheel of, of my career. You know what I'm saying? I got a very good assignment coming up again, and. Um, I'm a few years from retirement and you know, I'm gonna keep doing what I wanna do and like I said, just taking that shot. You took that shot when you decided to go real estate after you know mm-hmm. after T told you, you know what I'm saying, that you should just do it. You know what I'm saying? There was yep. a point there was a point where you was at you was at that free throw line or you was at that three line with two seconds on the clock, you know what I'm saying? And that's <clears> them length from that that moment when they laid you off to that moment, you know what I'm saying? T called that time out, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey look, <laughs>
1: What you, wanna
0: do. what you want to do that's what you want to you want to do let's yeah. do it let's do it, and, it. And you took that shot and now these years later you know what i'm saying you being very successful what you do you know the same thing with with, with Mano, you know what i'm saying he, he's still doing his thing you know what i'm saying and now have mm-hmm. you man you see that They're throwing that house up so fast man oh my god absolutely man man I, and, I, I, and I, I love it, love it. I, love I absolutely it. love that for him man and i i can't wait to, you know, when I get back up there to see the difference, because I, when I was just up there, you know, it was just a hole in the ground, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. now i am seen all the pictures and everything. And when I obviously, when I go back up there, we're gonna walk his land and everything. But I love that. I love that for him, you know what I'm saying? That he's being able to, you know, go through that whole process and then. Leon is a success story In his self You know what I'm saying So Absolutely man. You know what I'm saying and Thank God Thank God for that man, blessing, Every you know day Every day You know what I'm saying That was definitely A blessing in the sky You know what I'm saying And I got to I'm glad I got to You know be there for him When he was going through that You know what I'm saying uh, mm-hmm. Even know everything else That was going on around At that time You know what I'm saying So yeah. Uh, th- these are the things That you do for your For your family You know what I'm saying Regardless of what's going on You got to check on everybody You know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, Darnell's got like three years left in, in the air force or something, yeah. He said 17 years, so he's got about right. three years left. And you know, he's been in Japan half his career, so he's yeah. got a beautiful family over there. And you know, and everything is working out, you know what I'm saying? And it's all blessings. And we just gotta, you know, what I'm saying, like you said, everybody took that shot, now we're here, and we're gonna keep on making things happen that we need to make happen. Um, mm-hmm. But like i said man you, you really closed it out on that one so um i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up man and i i appreciate you you know coming on here and you know telling your story giving everybody that knowledge about you know how real estate works you know what i'm saying uh a lot of people don't know how it works and now y'all have a um uh, you have a plug, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Who knows all about yeah. this and if y'all anybody thinking about it that listens to this? In Ohio,
1: north uh in anybody in Ohio and in, in the Cleveland area, northeast Ohio, looking yeah. to buy a house, give me a call. Yeah, go ahead shout Here it out have- one
0: more shoot it out one more time, man, before we close it out. Um, Eric Hampton, you can find me on Instagram,
1: uh J Rod Investment Group or uh business page,
0: all things real estate. Um check me out me. Yeah, man. Definitely check them out, man. If y'all looking for 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 housing, you're looking for whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. Take that first step. Take that shot. Let's see where you at. You know what I'm saying. And the worst yeah. thing that they can say, honestly, is no. Like we've all heard no before in our life. You know what I'm saying. But I mean it, no forever. I mean no for now. And you got a starting point. Exactly. You got a starting point. you know, I mean? you know? You got you got a starting point. That's that's where it all begins, man. If you don't have that, then. Don't count yourself out before you, you know what I'm saying? You even see what's going on. Check it out. And the uh, uh, last thing, I wanted to put this on record, man,
1: mm-hmm. for everybody to hear, it, man. Y'all, my brothers, and I love y'all, man. Absolutely. I
0: love All y'all, man. Definitely love y'all.
1: Sometimes we don't say that enough, man. But,
0: we don't. We don't. But sometimes what's understood don't have to be said, but sometimes it's good to hear. You know what I'm saying? You can't yes, forget sir. about that part. All right, man. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on here, man. And uh, we're going to do this again Once we get We're going to hit the whole group You know what I'm saying All of us going to get on here at once But I'm going to get y'all Each separately Just because I want everybody's story You know what I'm saying And then we're yes, going to bring it around Full circle And we're going to do what we do Like It's probably going to be a lot of arguing be a lot of back and forth You know what I'm saying You might not hear somebody Because somebody else louder than the other person But it is what it is We're going to get it out there We're going to make it happen, man But um, right. definitely until next time, man I appreciate all y'all And we're going to do this again, man all right. All right. Peace.